Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Well, we're waiting. out there in listener land and welcome welcome ladies and gentlemen that's pretty good maybe we can switch it up a little bit thanks i've been i've been trying <laughs> i've been practicing max is gonna lose his job over there oh yeah. no my hosting duty is just out the door that's all i'm good for is the <laughs> <laughs> well here we go everybody ladies and gentlemen we are live well we're not live but live we're to recording tape. live live to tape uh this is the Cutting Out Early podcast for the very first episode of 2022. Weird to say, 2022. But here we go, uh, January 5th, uh, 2022, episode 51, Max Major, Zach Montgomery, Alex Newth uh, on the Zoom call today, back the old stomping grounds in West Side, yeah. West Side. Yep. New, new year, but back to the uh, old me in <laughs> Rapids. Is that the new... Unfortunately for our audio quality, probably, but you know, hopefully it sounds okay. We'll make it good. It's It sounds pretty good. I think it sounds good, yeah. I think for most podcasts, because I, I've listened to, to many podcasts, and a lot of them do use Zoom, um, but honestly, I really believe that we have one of the better-sounding Zoom-quality shows out there. And the only reason is because he has a good mic. He, he's set up properly. We're going through a board. We're not just doing it on a, on a Mac, which most people do. Most amateurs do. But... I, I think we're doing a pretty good job for, for what we have, our little setup here on the Zoom calls. So, Absolutely. Uh, we are glad to have everyone listening uh, for a brand new year. How How's it going? How's, how's the new year going for everybody out there? Any resolutions? Any big changes coming up? Or uh, is, is, it, it, is it bad? New I, year old me. <laughs> is it bad if I have like a very stereotypical resolution? I have a stereotypical I'm going to eat resolution. better and work out more. That's, That's fine. my resolution. I'm, I do have, uh, like, a schedule set up, though. Oh, do you really? Have you stuck to it so far? Uh, Yeah. Well, when I started it, I did stick to it. I didn't start it <laughs> until, until the 4th, but I have stuck to it these past you mean two yeah, days. You mean yesterday. <laughs> you didn't start until yesterday. Yeah. My- oh, Zach. <laughs> We're doing well. Well, I, I will admit this to you, and with New Year's, New Year's Day falling on a Saturday this past year, uh, it's tough to start right then. It's like, eh, just wait till Monday at that point, right? That's what I did. Yeah. But I'm do, I'm doing the whole cutting out carbs thing. It, it's worked in the past. I'm I'm doing it again. So no carbs and just low calories is what I'm doing. But I've stuck to that. No carbs. Only in three days. I but. think it's perfectly fine to start a little late. Those those New Year days aren't part of your routine. So how are you going to start a routine if they're not your n- typical routine days? No, you know you're what I'm saying? Hundred percent right. The week Absolutely. the weekend after the New Year's is tough. Alex, you agree? Yeah. No. Of course. I started on Sunday too. I had a I had a big pizza. On uh on Saturday, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Sunday we started fresh. But yeah, I'm, we're we're actually doing whole thirty, so it's uh it's not quite keto, but it's a, it's a good uh diet plan. 
What is it oh, called? Oh, pizza. It's a Whole really 30. trendy. Is it it's a trendy like, thing? Like a new trendy I diet? Uh, I don't think it's new, but it's kind of based off paleo type diet. So no processed carbs, um, no dairy, but you can have uh, all kinds of potatoes and, and root vegetables and stuff. I mean, not fried potatoes, but hmm. healthier ones. Interesting. Sounds sounds boring, but okay. It does sound it's supposed boring. to be really good. It's supposed to be really good. Does okay. it, what? Are, yeah, I need some data on it. Are you trying to lose weight, or what, what? What are you trying to do? Just trying to start a a new healthy trend. I'm sure, same as you guys. I I understand. He had too many shots. You know. You want a you shot? Know the, the holidays, <laughs> you get into a bad trend of I don't need to work out today. It's the week between Christmas and New Year's or whatever, and you know, you eat a little unhealthy when you're home with your parents and avoid the gym a little bit. So just trying to get back into it and you know, maybe jumping a little too strong, but. And then Can't you hurt. and then you step on the scale and you're suddenly eight pounds heavier than you were the week before and you're like shit how does that even happen <laughs> I have sudden. what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem <laughs> Well, there's just like cookies lying around. You know, there's so it's, many sweets. There's candy. It's just it's how do you avoid it during the holidays? It's a recipe for failure. So you know, listen. There there is nothing wrong with a stereotypical New Year's resolution. Just stick to it. And just you know, you'll you'll be fine. I have a schedule for the next six weeks, so I mean, and there I got to build on it. But. I I'm I'm trying to do very strict and you know, listener land. Keep me accountable, and and that goes for for Zach and Alex here too. I am doing strict no carbs until I'm going to Florida at the end of March, like the very last weekend of March, so I'm like March 30th. So I have three full months of 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 locale and no carb. So no no bread, no potatoes, no root vegetables, no sugar, obviously, no beer. And then after that? Well, after that, I'm 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 not going crazy. I'm not going back to it. <laughs> I'm I'm taking a break for the Florida trip and then, you know, hopefully get back to it after that too. So I feel like that's the problem with diets, is if they're not sustainable for the rest of your life, it gets tough. Well, I can I can I can translate keto into just like low carb. And very little carb. You know, I don't need to order toast with a breakfast, or I don't need to get hash browns. I don't need to have a baked potato on the side. You know, I don't need to eat croutons in my salad. There's little changes that you can make. I, I don't need to drink pop. I don't need See, to drink beer. That's one thing I cut out, too. Is no pop. pop. Yeah, Well, completely. you you and Coca-Cola had a bit of a relationship. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a long history. Very deep, longing relationship. <laughs> a deep and long relationship? Yes. That, that sounds really... Uh, Really, really it's an intimate. addiction. It's it's not good. So I, I cut it out. I'm, no more. Well, uh, congratulations, you know, Max, to everybody. I I agree with you though. Is that if if you start a diet and it has a very strict regimen, I mean, yeah, it can be tough once you go off it to keep that strict regimen. But if you're just gradual about working those things back into your life and not in a such a severe way, then I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I've done it before. I know you did it for a little while, too. Um, I remember our discussion during, uh, it was 2020, it was two years ago, uh, like New Year's, you were going to do keto, and and I started soon after you, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, it works, it's just that, you know, you got to transition into a lower carb meal, if that's what you're going for, if you're going for lower carb, try it strict for a little while, then, you know, low carb for a while, and you're good, so that's what I'm hoping for, at least, but... Congratulations to everybody for picking a resolution at all. So that's that's the first step. 
I think there's a big one going around that Alex brought up to us. I didn't even really know I'd heard about it. Yeah. Does any, do you have any big resolutions, Alex, that are people are talking about? Oh, I just, I know every year I've always heard about people doing dry January and I know it's, it's become really, I'm going to try it this year because I've always heard me like, eh, I don't need to try that. I, no, no reason to do that. But you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot this year. Why not? See what all the fuss is about. Um, and I was surprised when I was shot? reading this article about how popular it is. It says up to like 15% of uh, U.S. adults participate in dry January. Isn't that a ridiculously high number? Doesn't it seem like it? Does that include people who never drink at all? Because there's there's a good part of the population who don't drink at all. So I don't know if there's... I feel like it'd be more than that then. Well, I don't. does the 15% include people who never drink? They do dry life. Yeah. You no, know? no, that's what I'm saying. I feel like more than 15% of the people don't drink at all. Well, maybe this is maybe this is a simply a stat of people who normally drink, but you know now they're choosing to to just not for this month. But no, with it from this Forbes article, it says fifteen percent of all U.S. adults and twenty three percent of those who drink. Oh, wow. I see. Okay, so all this right. is this is born in the person who wakes up New Year's morning really hungover. They just had way <laughs> too much the night before, and you're like, you know what? I'm not drinking for the rest of January. <laughs> That's where this comes from. They're just ready to completely. He had too many shots. You want a shot? <laughs> for those of you who may not know, we do have a bunch of new drops. So <laughs> very excited about them. They're going to be coming. Are you vaccinated? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that the the clip from last week Bing bong. was was really good. Bing bong. <laughs> We'll be incorporating those into the show, I'm sure. Um, but one of the things that we, I wanted to get into kind of right away was this is honestly, and, you know, there, there's plenty of things that happened over the past week that we'll talk about. But this one itself was just wild. This story out of Virginia on I-95, these people on the highway, stuck, stranded on the road for about 24 hours. Some yeah. of them for 24 hours. H- how does this happen? Well, they just, they got dumped on by like fourteen inches of snow. So so they're just driving along, and all of a sudden, there's <laughs> overwhelmed by snow, and the the vehicles in the front of this traffic jam can't move. Just is is that working. what happens? I don't. I I imagine that they just stopped working because I can't picture you mean the us, cars just stopped moving, or they, they, they just could, stopped working. I don't know. Maybe the people stopped working. I don't. I can't. What do you mean? The, oh, <laughs> the, like the like the like the people clearing the snow. They no, stopped? no, no. I'm like the person driving the car just stopped working when oh. the snow came down. Like that's the only reason why I can imagine this happening. What the hell is going on? It, it's crazy. 50 miles of traffic jam. And and we were talking about this a little bit before the show, but can you imagine sitting in your car for 24 hours? No. Just stuck. Like, you're in dead traffic. You're going to find a way out, right? At what point but do you But you're not going to abandon your car. I would. Would you really? In a heartbeat. I would pull it over to the side of the road. But it's a blizzard. The car is probably the one spot you can stay safe. I, there's got to be a closer exit. I'm not going to sit I, in my car for 24 hours. Would you rather sit in the blizzard and walk? I don't know how Absolutely. many how many miles could it be till the nearest exit? I mean, if, if it's 50 mile stretch, I'm sure people were near exits. I would I would guess like two miles. Why can't people get off at the? I mean, why is this going 50 miles? I don't know. Is there 50 miles of no exit? You're telling me within that span, there's not one exit where people. If there's a traffic jam for 50 miles, somebody's right next to an exit. Absolutely. I mean, right next to an exit, or at least an on ramp. They can turn around and go up the on ramp. You know what I mean? 
I feel like that's a Detroit only thing. I feel like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't leave downtown Detroit. That's a very Detroit thing. What turning you... around and going up the on ramp? Yeah. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? I saw... If your if your car won't drive up the up ramp, up the exit ramp, just get out and walk. But but you're leaving your warm car. That that's my concern. But I'm no, I'm not gonna. Sit. My car is gonna get cold for 24 hours. Oh, if you run out of gas, that's what that's... I'm worried about. I would be worried about running out of gas. There are so many things that could go wrong. What what happened in Detroit? Well, I was I was just driving one day, and uh, it was it was just your typical traffic jam. You know, you're heading downtown, and it's not uncommon for people to go up the on ramps to leave when the traffic's bad, right? Yeah, and it's oh, it's sure. really not uncommon. I have me. seen it. I see it all the time, and maybe it's because I drive downtown more often. But um, I, I saw it the one day, and then the one time there was just this cop sitting there at the top, and this guy oh! <laughs> this guy's going up the on ramp. And he just runs right into the cop. He, like, flashes his lights, and the guy just kind of keeps going and, like, rolls over to the side. Oh, God. It's got to be your worst nightmare if you're trying to do something like that. Just a cop Fuck sit- your life! <laughs> He's done for. Fuck your life! I mean, I've, I've seen people driving the wrong direction on the shoulder to get back to the exit ramp. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that, too. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> what? A- I don't know. I don't get people. But I want to play this clip. And okay. I, I want maybe they'll be able to explain it a little bit because honestly, why are people confused about this? Why isn't I mean, it seems like there's so many questions surrounding this. Like what happened? There was no accident. Nobody died. Nobody got hurt. It was just 24 hours of people stuck in their car. Um, this is from CBS 17, uh, I believe out of Virginia. Let's take a look. For more than 24 hours, people have been sitting on I-95 in Virginia, having run out of food, fuel, water. It's a mess out there. Yeah, they've been stuck bumper to bumper. Look at that mess after a tractor-trailer crash causing this. Oh, it was a crash. This is all along a 50-mile stretch in the Fredericksburg area between Richmond and D.C. CBS 17's Haley Fixler spoke with some triangle drivers who were stuck in that mess. I can't even imagine how frustrated they must be. Frustrated and terrified. And social media really has ended up being a lifeline for so many people stranded in all of this. There's a live voice chat room feature on Twitter where drivers were sharing new problems they saw, singing to each other and telling each other what they were dealing with all while sitting in the car for upwards of 12 hours. I spoke with some local drivers today who tell me they've never been so scared and so at a loss of what to do. I will say 24 hours is accurate because I've seen that elsewhere. Yeah. I've seen 24 no, hours. Is. I'm sure it wasn't everybody 12 hour, 24 hours, but some people were up to 24 hours. In this USA Today story, there was a senator commuting to work, and he said it took him 27 hours for him to commute to work. <laughs> no, that's ridiculous. Oh, sorry, boss. A little traffic on the way in. <laughs> DC traffic's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man, that traffic jam. It's the next day. You're a day late. <laughs> just, uh, just another... Uh, uh, example of our Congress doing nothing to help. <laughs> and nothing, no difference was made. Let's see. Nobody knew. They have no bathroom. They have no gas. That's how Anna Perez, her husband, and her kids sat outside. in her car for over eleven hours on their way home to Raleigh. We don't keep the heat on it because we we want to save the gas, you know. But we we have some blankets and and we use it for the kids. They left Woodbridge, Virginia, around eight o'clock yesterday morning. They didn't get home until after nine o'clock that night. It was bumper to bumper on I ninety five in the snow and the dark. A lot of people walking because they got uh, just uh, the car just 
get out of the gas, you know? And people walking, trying to find help. So people were crazy. walking. This is probably the worst I've seen in this area. Michael Krish has been taking this route to make his deliveries almost every week for the past eight years. In this area 95 is already bad for traffic as it is on a regular day. And you throw in this this uh, monster storm that we got is just a disaster. He saw the backup ahead of him and decided to get off the highway to gas up. I was debating on getting back on the road to go north, but the um, the road just was, the traffic just wasn't moving. Uh, even the the ramp on exit 104 going north on to 95 was completely backed up to the truck stop. Chris has been oh, stuck boy. at a truck stop in Virginia since yesterday afternoon. Oh, just because. God. We had this, uh, all the snow melted overnight uh, during the day yesterday. It ultimately froze over even here in the parking lot. Just trucks stopped. So we can't even get out of a truck stop parking stop. lot. He says he's not taking any wow. chances. I'm just going to end up staying put here at least until the roads clear up. So I just don't know when that's going to be. So I'm going to be sitting here probably for another day. That's crazy. Virginia DOT officials say they did not pre-treat the roads because they say it started out as rain. Statewide, not including this area of 95, there were <laughs> over 1,000 stranded cars. They say they've already made some headway, moving traffic out of the way. Unbelievable. Well, you know, that's... <laughs> That's unbelievable. Really? Who dropped the ball? Oh, it started off as rain. Uh, it's crazy. We, had, then, no, we I, had no idea the temp was going to drop and turn to snow. No clue. It was like 14 inches or something ridiculous. They don't know. They don't oh, have. They don't have. Was... They're shocked by this. <laughs> Meanwhile, if, if we get like a half an inch of snow in Detroit, we're like the forecast the next day is calling for a half an inch. If you turn on the 11 o'clock news the night before the half an inch snowfall, it's all like. The salt trucks in Wayne and Oakland County have been ready to go now, getting ready for this snowstorm. They're they're ready to go. They've looked at the forecast. They're they're just they're ready. They've brought in people from other states to fulfill all the trucks. But this one, oh, sorry, no clue. <laughs> just completely clueless. What happened? It was rain. Come on, come on. It was rain. No Are chance you... that it would be snow. Hey, give us a break. It's rain. Come on now. Who, who, who would have guessed it turned to snow? Come on. Can I ask you a question? So, <laughs> it's ridiculous. If I'm in this no. situation and I'm stuck on the freeway, I'm going to pull my car over to the side of the road, just in the embankment, just like over there off the service drive, just completely in the embankment. And then I'm going to walk to the nearest exit and leave and go. Where are and you going to go? Back, go and, then where? I'll come back, and then I'll come back and get it. I don't know, like, call for have my family pick me up at the nearest gas station. Maybe somebody couldn't even get to the gas station. Maybe it was a turnpike, and they have those, like, gas station truck stops, like, along oh, the highway yeah. where you can't really get off the highway easily. That would you be know horrible. those turnpikes, like, in Ohio? Horrible. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's the situation here. I, I guess they didn't explain that, but I'm, I have to imagine it was something along those lines. Have you guys ever driven through Virginia or through Pennsylvania? Yeah, I have. Long time ago. It is, I mean, I guess I'm thinking of I-80, so I don't know what I-90, I-95 is like, yeah. but I-80 is just so remote, just through the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, just all hills and forest and whatnot. I mean, I can believe there not being an exit for quite a while, or even if there is an exit, you have to go five or 10 miles off the highway just to get to a gas station. Well, yeah, I, I looked this up, actually. I looked it up because wow. I was curious. <laughs> and That's good what I-80 I don't know about I-95. Yeah, I, so I looked at it. It's got to be similar, Alex. On Google Maps, where I saw, they, they talked about this, um, it was like Camille, 
county or something. It was whatever exit it was. And there was, it was like your standard exit where on the freeway where it was like you turn off the exit, there's a gas station, a McDonald's, some other fast food place, and like the local bar. And so like there was like an actual place where these people could go. So yeah. I don't know, maybe that exit was shut down was for the, some reason. Was the know. snow so bad that people couldn't even drive like on the surface streets? Like, I mean, you couldn't even call your family because there's no way they could have gotten to you. It, it's just That's, that bad, yeah. like, even on the surface, yeah. surface roads. I don't know. I... It's just unbelievable. What would you do with yourself? I, I guess you'd walk and get away in the, in the snowstorm. I, yeah. I think that's crazy. I really do. I think if you have enough gas in your car, just just stay put. You're, you're going to stay warm. You're going to be fine. Um, I mean, hopefully you have water, or if you're taking a you know a piss or a shit, you can just try to do it on the side of the road. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Desperate times, I guess. I, I I think that most people would understand if someone's over there and you haven't moved for like eight hours and someone's just on the side of the road taking a shit. Well, <laughs> it had to happen. Yeah. Right. You see the scam marks right there? <laughs> Autotrader.Canada estimates you can uh, stay warm for about 33 hours on a full tank of gas. No, oh, that's, well, some people. are pushing it. I mean, if you, it, not everyone has a full tank of gas, too. I mean, yeah, people, no. people have a lot less than that, and that would have been tough. I'll tell you what, I was, I'd be walking. There's no way. <laughs> Plus, I would never have a full tank of gas. I rarely have a full tank of gas. <laughs> you rarely have a full tank of gas? What, do you go to the gas station and not fill up? No, I just, well, when I, I run the um, thing until it's almost empty, which yeah. is probably pretty dangerous. I shouldn't do that because well, you can get you can get stuck. You but, can get stuck. But, um, yeah, I usually run it until I'm like you know, 10, 15 miles until I have to go and fill up. Dude, my car, once it gets below like 30 miles, it doesn't say anymore. It just says low fuel. Oh, really? Yeah, it's very ominous. <laughs> you know, once it gets to, like, 30 miles to empty, it just stops counting. It's like, oh, you know what? You're, you're fucked. It's, <laughs> it's low fuel. If you want to play this game, roll the dice. Take your chances. We're not telling you shit. <laughs> so I'm just guessing. And I, I hopefully get to a gas station. Yeah. But, yeah. I think my car stops at 50, which is wow. very Because <laughs> you're like, oh, I can, go, I can go a couple weeks if I'm just going to work and back. And work isn't very far for me. But, uh, yeah, no, that's a dangerous game. And I don't know why I do that. There's no reason. Like, just stop at the gas station. But <laughs> I just love, like, running it till it's bone dry. I, You know, honestly, I, I like, I like it, it, too. To play a game. I like to play a game <laughs> where when I fill up my car, I see if it's going to be, like, the biggest fill up ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I put the most gas in my car because it was the emptiest it's ever been. <laughs> Remember when we took that trip? Um, and, yeah, I uh, thought I had a 16-gallon tank, and we filled it up to like 16.9 gallons. <laughs> There's a whole gallon I didn't even know about. That's insane. <laughs> Alex, that reminds me of a um, – <laughs> I'm going to pull this up. Because, honestly, I like to run my tank down low, too. Who's the only one here who knows the illegal ninja moves from the government? <laughs> Jesus, Napoleon. <laughs> I, I like to run my gas down, too. But I like to do it because I like to get fresh gas. I, you know, I want to run all the gas down and get fresh gas so that when I fill it up, you know, none of that old it's gas in there. Gas. I love fresh gas. Nothing like fresh gas I can't cure a little car from. <laughs> Alex, do you remember this? It looks like we're going to need some gas. Oh? Well, how much gas do you think is in there right now? Well, it's on E. You know, oftentimes, Jerry, he lends me his car, and I find myself in a situation where the car is almost out of gas. <laughs> for a variety of reasons, I don't want to be the one responsible for purchasing costly gasoline. <laughs> so you want to know how far you can drive your friend's car for free? 
Well, I make it up to him in other ways. <laughs> what is it now? There's still some overlap between the needle and the slash below the ear. <laughs> so where are you going to go? Oh, I've been in the slash many times. <laughs> this is nothing. You'll get used to it. Just put it out of your mind. <laughs> this is Zach driving. completely <laughs> below the slash? Well, I almost did once, and I blacked out. When I came to, the car was in a ditch, and the tank was full. I did it, and I never got to thank them. Mr. Kramer, the road! <laughs> <laughs> Is it just the angle I'm looking from? No, sir. We are down there. <laughs> amazing. Oh, I never felt so alive. <laughs> All right, I'm satisfied. We better get some gas. <laughs> well, we can't stop now. What do you mean? We have to keep going all the way back to the dealership. That was the plan. There was no plan. Well, let's make it the plan. Let's just go for it like Selma and Louise. <laughs> they drove to a dealership? No, they drove off a cliff. <laughs> one sick mama. I like it. <laughs> Cars can go on empty, but not us humans, huh, fella? They're at the gas station now. No. No coconut for me. Alright, I'll get your mom's bar. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. I kind of missed having an analog gas gauge. I know. <laughs> Where it could drop below the E. Now it's all digital. What? How lame is that? It, it, well, I have both. Don't you have both? Well, I, I... Kind of. Kind of. I drive the Chrysler. There's no lights. <laughs> There's nothing. It's just that little gauge. No warning signs. No lights. That's fun. Just going off vibes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a Seinfeld clip for everything? <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, we do have... Um, oh, but before we move on... Did you guys watch any of the New Year's Eve specials on that night on New Year's Eve? Uh, bits and pieces. Bits I wasn't. Pieces. I wasn't focused. I saw. I didn't know what was happening at the time, but I saw the Miley like wardrobe malfunction. I didn't. It, apparently, there was some uh, explicit imaging, but I, I didn't see that part. But well, I saw. Of course, she, there is typical of Miley. I saw her like go back to the back of the stage and then come back out with the coat. Yeah. Yeah, which is real. Well, the nip slip, which did happen, it happened after she put on the coat. Because, oh. Because her, her, her wardrobe malfunction, I, I don't know what she was wearing. Hardly anything, because it's Miley. I don't even know what. <laughs> it was like a it was like a napkin. It, it was the weirdest outfit. It was bizarre. But that's what she does. Sure, yeah. So that's Miley. And, it, like, the, the back strap comes undone, so she's, like, crossing her hands across her chest to hide. And, you know, she's singing. She's belting it out. Oh, she stopped. <clears throat> she stopped, and we didn't know what was going on. Well, oh, no, no, she was singing as she Well, she's back. still singing, but, she, yeah, she, and then she's, like, as she's singing, she's walking towards backstage goes behind a door and like five seconds pass and then she comes out in this like red blazer yeah. I, I don't know I, this i don't know if it was a men's blazer or, or what but it was just she a, had worn it earlier in the night oh had she okay so it was her blazer it was but that was it yeah like, like no bra like an unbuttoned red blazer just that's what you're wearing hey i good for her though for sure. like keeping a game face oh, while does. it was going on that was that's that's intense <laughs> so there was that with did you watch any of that alex yeah, it was on. It was on. It was Zach, on. Zach was at the same place I was. Oh, true. Well, you weren't. <laughs> I realized yeah, somebody that. missed it. I know. I know. I mi- well. Were you no. invited, Max? Were you invited? Yeah, I was. Oh. I uh, I well, was wa- I was watching it though. Yeah. So at least I can comment on it. I'm probably watching more than you guys. You probably were. Well, so there are a few things. Uh, the main one, the big one, ABC's Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest, presented by Planet Fitness. 
That's the full title of the program. And it maintained its highest uh, rated and most watched New Year's Eve celebration telecast. Uh, it hit a four-year high in ratings. And um, let's see what it was. There was also NBC's Miley's New Year's Eve party hosted by Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson, which I thought was pretty good. It was different. I think it was Miami, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, like I said, it was different. The, the, the Dick Clark thing, first of all, do they have to use Dick Clark name still? I mean, Oh, he's, he doesn't do it anymore. Well, he's been dead for like 10 years. Well, he can still do it. Uh, is, he's dead. Is that possible? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I, I wonder if Ryan Seacrest is pissed because he doesn't get top billing to a dead guy. <laughs> you know, it's, it's two names in the title, Ryan and Dick Clark. And, and the one dead guy gets top billing. <laughs> And Ryan's there just, you you said it right here, Dick Clark. I'm Ryan Seacrest. Just a little sidekick. It's still, see, he's the sidekick to a dead guy is pretty much what it is. <laughs> That's tough. I know it is. There was CBS's New Year's Eve live Nashville's Big Bash. And um, that, um, I think, kind of tanked. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> the ABC one, Dick Clark, 19.6 million viewers, which is pretty good. Um, and then let's see, uh, the midnight quarter alone, Dick Clark scored 24.2 million viewers. That's pretty good. That's, that's really good. Uh, NBC's Miley Cyrus and Pete Davidson won 6.3 million viewers from 1130 PM to 1230 AM and, Eastern um, time, Eastern standard time. Yeah. Eastern. This is all Eastern. Okay. Yep. Exactly. Uh, I feel like numbers are probably pretty good this year because everyone, more or less stayed home for New Year's Eve, like, or they went to someone else's home. Yeah. But I didn't hear of a lot of people going to events or going out. I don't know if you guys heard differently, but I really, sounded like everyone was just going to someone else's home, maybe. I, I heard the same, Alex. I didn't hear many of big events going on. A lot of them were canceled, really. And then CBS had 5.2 million viewers, which was the lowest of the, um, the big three. So I guess... Dick Clark's on ABC is still doing great. Fox canceled its show, but CNN had uh, Andy Cohen and uh, Anderson Cooper on doing their thing, doing shots on TV, getting hammered. Oh, they do this all every year, right? Yeah, they do it every year. But I'm surprised you guys didn't hear about this because, you know, you know Bill de Blasio, the former mayor of New York City? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> soon after midnight, uh, Andy Cohen just went off. And, I mean, it was big news. At least I thought so. Um, this is live TV. Again, 12.04 a.m. Eastern Time on CNN. I know who New those year. guys are. <laughs> Andy Cohen New and year. Anderson Cooper. Happy New Year, Happy everybody. New year. It's 2022. Don't you feel cleansed? Cheers. Let's I hope do this. this is a, a, a great little mini shot. <laughs> They're doing shots. Let me tell you something. Oh, please. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. <laughs> oh, don't go on a rant. Do his don't go on a rant. victory lap dance. Don't, 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 After four years of the, the crappiest term as the mayor of New York, the That's only thing the that York. Democrats and Anderson. Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So sayonara, sucker. <laughs> Wow. 2022. I mean, it's a new year. Because guess what? I have a feeling of which, I'm going to be standing right here which. next year. And you know who I'm not going to be looking at? Dancing <laughs> as the city comes apart. <laughs> you. Look. 
Eric, Eric Adams, Adams is, is being sworn, sworn in, sworn in. Right, as we speak. Is, it, is this happening let's right listen. now? <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. <laughs> That's live TV right there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we have a protester. <laughs> we have a protester. <laughs> Oh my, can you believe that's live TV on CNN? That was, that was wild. White Claw is live. <laughs> they are just pounding drinks. I mean, really, pounding drinks. Which, I will admit, I'll give them credit. I think it's kind of cool to see people drinking on TV. But, <laughs> just, there's a limit. There is a limit. Oh, that's Alex, isn't it? No, it wasn't. That was oh, not it me. was me. Oh, Zach! My files are failing. I, I'm trying to play drops and they're not working. Oh, Zach. Alex, I apologize for the early accusation. I, I really am apologetic. Uh, it's all right. I accept your <laughs> apology. <laughs> so it's Andy Cohen going crazy. But uh, I don't know. I thought Miley Cyrus's show was good. Um, Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest presented by Planet Fitness. They had this new person that took over Jenny McCarthy's spot. Jenny McCarthy was always the, like, the, the side chick. She was the one, the, the sidekick, the side chick sidekick. She was the one who was like, she would always make out with somebody once the ball dropped. Happy New Play Year! is not very good with women. <laughs> <laughs> but they had this new person, and I have no idea who she was, but it was, it was like, oh my god, it was the, like the most Gen Z, annoying, weird, saying nothing person. Like, here we are in 2022. We're kicking it off, right? We're staying, we're staying, uh, we're having fun in New York City, baby. Back to you, Ryan. I, I don't even know why she was there. And I don't think anybody knows who she is. Just moral support. Yeah, moral support, exactly. But it was New Year's Eve. Morale support. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, there is some sports things that I do want to get to today. But um, before we do, because we, we did spend a lot of time on sports last week, which is fine. We're not a sports podcast. We're not. Well, say that to well, Kirby Smart. Well. Oh, oh, yeah. We have a famous listener. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. For for those of you who didn't listen um, last week, we actually gave Kirby Smart his game plan to beat Michigan. He's a listener. He reached out to me. Uh, he had a great tweet. We had a great conversation. He said, <laughs> Zach, your game breakdown was flawless. I think we're going to use this in the game. And guess what? Exactly what I said on, uh, what was that, the Saturday before the game. That's exactly how the game went down. <laughs> it was actually kind of ridiculous. I don't think I could ever do that again. It was great. It, it was it was pretty spot on. It was. But he, he must be a listener. He, he He's got to be. He has to be. Our most famous listener, Kirby Smart. <laughs> hey, Kirby, I just want to say thank you for listening and good luck with Bama on Monday. <laughs> and thank Fuck you for your life. And thank you for beating Michigan. <laughs> can, can we wait on that for a minute? <laughs> yeah, we can wait. We can wait. Oh my god, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> what can I do want to can do we is please this. address. Do you want to address it? I'm, I'm ready to. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. We can. No, no, no. We should. We should. It, the cat's out of the bag or the, the, the beer's in the boot. Is that how it would work? <laughs> boots. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just that hope we can win a game. audio of Harbaugh after the game. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought that was our, our bar right there. That was that was immediately oh after the game. My God. <laughs> I love this one. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, 
fine quickly. I do not want to spend time on this. Leave what it do to you the, mean? Le- no, 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 no. I think the other two people on this podcast want to spend good time. What on is this. okay? What are we gonna break down? What X's and O's do you want to oh, go no, no, over? No, 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 no. It was the, the worst fucking game that we saw the Wolverines play all year. I don't. All get, year. I don't really care about the game at all. The, the well, I, I, the outcome was great. It was the worst. It was the worst performance out of the best season the Wolverines had in like over a decade. And they saved the worst performance till prime time on New Year's Eve. And we had to sit through. It was, it was, it was the worst football game. I'm just upset I took Michigan to cover. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty upset bad. about that too. It was so bad. I mean, they looked dead. They looked flat. They looked like they didn't know how to play football. They really it just, oh, we forgot. Did Sorry. You, did you watch the game really well? Um, yeah, I watched, I watched most of it. It was on where I was and yes. So we had it on in the background. I didn't, the second half was, I didn't watch most of it and I missed most of the first quarter because I was doing some errands, but, um, (laughs) but getting after the first five minutes, it wasn't even worth watching. You knew what was happening. Yeah. It was done for, I mean, serious. Bowser done. Bowser running into the end zone. That's all you needed to know. (laughs) That was, that was awesome. I was, I watched like the first I don't know, like what was it? Ten minutes where, or five, like five minutes where Georgia scored those two touchdowns right off the back. Yeah, and it was like, is Kirby Smart using my game plan right now? Like <laughs> it was, it was perfect. It was like throwing to the tight end, and then they stopped the run game. We we get it. He's a listener. He takes notes from you. Guess what? They used Michigan State style uh, run stop on uh, on Michigan. Oh, you too. must be so proud. I was your protege. Blown away. Your protege. Down leading. to the details. <laughs> Your protege leaving leading that team to victory over the Wolverines. I, Kirby should actually probably pay me. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I, I, at least a little <laughs> bit. I mean, he's shelling out like hundreds of thousands of dollars to recruits with NIL deals. I mean, maybe he could just pass me a little something for giving them their game plan to get them to the championship game. Do you think yeah, it'd be get you, on, get you on staff as an analyst? <laughs> Do you think it'd be unethical? A grad assistant. Do you think it'd be unethical of him not to reach out at all? Oh, he, he has. Well, he will. I'm talking about in terms of like paying. I mean, oh, is yeah, it yeah. unethical of him not to offer some type of payment towards you? I mean, I the the show was posted before the game happened. I clearly gave him the game plan that he needed to win. <laughs> I don't know. I think he has to. I would agree. This is Michigan. I I, I was having a great time. I loved I'm it. Sure you were. <laughs> I'm sure you were. But that means you um, know both games were shit. Both games really were shit. That I day. didn't even. I I'll, I'll be the complete. Bama game. I didn't watch a single second of it. You didn't need. To, you didn't miss anything. You would have been fine not watching a second of the Wolverines game. I know. Well, yeah, they were both bad. <laughs> they were both so bad. Why? It's just a bad time for it to be on. I really wanted to watch, but it just there's so much to do. Just getting ready for New Year's Eve. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people had things that they needed to do to get ready for the evening that just couldn't really sit down and watch it. Well, the the day before, those were way better games. Oh, I mean, yeah. Really, they were way more exciting, the Spartans game on the 30th. Yeah. Well, even the Purdue-Tennessee game where neither team played defense and Purdue won 48-45 <laughs> in overtime. Yeah. That was a great game. Yeah. Or the or the day after, the Rose Bowl. The Rose I Bowl didn't was, watch the Rose Bowl. Oh, it was so good. Oh, that was a great game. Was it? I loved it. Yeah. It was just it was another game where they just had no defense. <laughs> yeah, Utah kind of handed it to Ohio State at the end after their starting quarterback went out. And Utah just kind of decided they didn't want the ball back, more or less. It was. Did you see that, Zach? How strange was that? He just Ohio State was driving, and it was very obvious they were going to score. They were like within ten yards. Oh yeah, and they and, didn't call a timeout or something. Yeah, and Utah just Utah has all three timeouts. Ohio State has no timeouts, and Utah just lets the clock run to twelve seconds. Ohio State kicks a field goal, and, and then Utah just 
only tries to return the ball. They don't even try to have an offensive drive. Yeah, no, that was that was ridiculous. I, I couldn't get over the uh, backup quarterback coming in and then launching a bomb to the back of the end zone, though, for Utah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was a very awesome. strange throwing style where it's, <laughs> it, like, very soft. It's, like, straight up in yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, and soft. Straight but it landed exactly where it needed. <laughs> Great audio. Great audio. Yeah. Well, we get it. 2022. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> he'll, he'll be coming in and out, I'm sure. Straight up in the air. Listen. Uh, Wait, what? Now, uh, Alex, your audio is kind of it's I'm sure it's on our end. No, what? yeah, it's probably the internet. Your it's audio internet. is cutting. Your audio is cutting out. It, it's it's on it's on our end. It's the internet. <sighs> We're we're starting off 2022 we'll with we'll even with we'll even worse internet that we've had in the past. <laughs> we'll fix well. it before the post. Yeah. We'll, we'll... Okay. Second down and nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll take care of that in post. But what we really need to talk about is <laughs> is Max's uh loss, big loss. What we am I supposed to ways. do? What am I supposed to do? Well, it was a shoot the boot bet. All right, so we, we well, got. According to you, you need to freeze your boot. I don't want to put beer in my boot. Can't we? Can't we well, get a sacrificial can, boot? You can choose the boot. All right, I'll choose a glass boot. How about that? Ooh, I don't know if you can do a glass boot. Oh, uh, uh, it's got to be a real boot. Oh, but you can choose on. the real boot. That's cheating. That's not cheating. Yeah, it is. That's so cheating. You got to do it. You... Fine. If it's a if it's a glass boot, it's got to be a full boot, not just a single beer. I'm not even supposed to drink beer with the New Year. <laughs> well, you should have thought of that before you made the bet. <laughs> Maybe I could use Michelob. They're very low carb. <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you want to subject yourself to that. Michelob sucks. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Clearly not a sponsor. Ultra, yeah, obviously ultra not. Ultra light. <laughs> ultra. Well, you know, Miller Light has very low carbs as well. A can of and it's delicious. <laughs> it's, it's my oh. preferred light beer. Is it really your preferred light beer? Future sponsor of the show. As a future sponsor of the show, <laughs> one day. I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll do it. I'll do a very low carb beer, and I guess I got to live up to it. I'll find a boot. The guy at the I'll wing, freeze it. We posted something on our story on Instagram. Yeah. And the guy at the Wings game, he didn't freeze his boot. He just did it straight there at the. Yeah, but game. he was already just hammered. He's probably sick. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And he. Well, maybe that's the trick. I'm not. I'm not. Grease the wheels a little bit. I'm not doing that on the show. Absolutely not. <laughs> Grease the wheels a little bit, you asshole. Well, well, we'll take a video of it and we'll post it to the group. We we need to like tell our listeners we'll, that you followed through on okay, this. Okay, that's fine. We'll make it happen. We we will do it. It will happen. It will happen. Um, I'm still waiting on my. Kirby Smart is sitting at home just in, like, on the edge of the seat, just on in the edge of apt seat. anticipation for this. I he. Alex, I think you're right. This is the one thing he's looking. It, that might have been why he's, he he got the game plan he won, and his one goal was to watch you shoot the boot. That's all he wanted. I feel like I should get dinner first before I do this. I'm still waiting on payment for another bet. I thought we I thought we uh, nulled that out. No, somehow. no, no. We did not null that out. That one's still in play. I'm pretty sure we did. We'll can discuss we check it the off. tape? We'll discuss it off. Air. Can we get the um? Can we get the archive department to to check the tape and and see exactly what happened? Because I pretty damn sure that bet is still in place and i'm deserved a, a mr paul's dinner at least someone shooting the boot that's you're i'll the shoot boot. the boot i'll 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 figure it out i'll figure it out 
I, I, don't, I, I do not like feet anyway. Tell you what, Max, we'll go to so Mr. Paul's. You'll shoot at Mr. Paul. <laughs> Get down on one knee. <laughs> oh my God, God! Could you imagine? We'll do it. We'll do it. Table. Oh, Alex. Oh it's my not God. Alex's fault. Full side. <laughs> yeah, the waiter will bring out the beer. He said table. You said table side. Yeah, right, Alex? yeah, yeah. The waiter will bring out the beer. Like it'll still be in the can, and he'll bring out the glass, and he'll be like, "No, no, no, I don't need that." And he'll be like, "Okay, he's just gonna drink it out of the can." And then he'll like look over, and he'll see you pouring it into the boot that you wore there. I think a glass boot is acceptable. I I don't think that was part of the rule. I, no, come on. We'll need okay. to be more specific for next time. We'll find a boot. And I'll, it, it will. I don't know when, but it'll happen eventually. It'll happen. It'll happen in soon. This quarter. <laughs> it'll happen. <laughs> I don't want to shoot the boot, but I did lose the bet. I did lose the bet. I, I, I'm, I'm pissed at Michigan. You shouldn't have taken that tiebreaker. That tiebreaker was ridiculous. No, I, I, I was, co- I was cocky. I'll admit, I was a little cocky. That was. I was confident that they would have won, though. That was seven points for me, man. Oh, anyway, boy. is there any other college football's talk? I mean. You know, who, who's better? 248, who's better at the end of the season? The Spartans or the Wolverines? 248, Would you rather get blown out of the playoff or uh, <laughs> win your Peach Bowl? 248, 539. <laughs> well, well I, you're, I know the answer you're going to give. What? No, I actually, I think I'd rather go to the playoff and get blown out. Really? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Alex? Yeah, I'd probably take a playoff appearance. Yeah, yeah, Just because I, of what it means. It means you won your your conference yeah or it means that you got to your conference championship it means that your season leading up to that point was extremely successful not that msu's wasn't but going to the playoff can i play this clip from it's um, just another level of success yeah no you're right can i play this clip from kirk curb street did you hear this clip oh yeah about, the, about people opting out yeah do um let me play this i, I just want to hear your opinion of this and kind of see what you think um, Kirk Herbstreit said this on College Game Day on January 2nd, so it would have been three days ago from recording this. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. Money, uh, here we go. The amount of money, like, what's the difference as a player in saying these games are meaningless when, Des, we played in quote-unquote meaningless games. I mean, I know you guys were right. here a lot, but I just don't understand. If you don't make it to the playoff, how is it meaningless to yeah. play football and compete? Isn't that what we do as right. football players? We, we compete. So I I don't know if I don't know if changing and expanding it is going to change anything. I really don't. I think this era of player just doesn't love football. That's a pretty bold statement. So what does that mean? Is he right? Do you really think that this era of player does not love football as much as they did 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, even 10 years ago? Because this is a relatively within the past decade recent discussion of these bowl games. It, it, the the narrative has changed a little bit, but is Kirk Herbstreit right? Is he right, or do you think he's just is this an okay boomer moment? Like it was back in my day, it was it was better. People cared about this. Da, da, da. Like I mean, what is the right answer here? Well, that- I'm just trying to figure out where Kirk Herbstreit went in the in the '93 uh, draft, and uh, just I think he went undrafted. <laughs> He did go undrafted. So, yeah, I don't think he was leaving a lot of money on the table or risking a lot of money by playing and potentially getting hurt in whatever game he was playing. I don't think he had that worry. I don't think he has that firsthand experience. I have I have two takes on this. That, that's good, Alex. I, did, I didn't realize that, that he was undrafted. But, um, first of all, uh, 
the BCS, I think it started, when did it start? It was like in the 90s, right? When the BCS started and they voted on the true champion. You remember that? Like but before the playoffs, there was the BCS. There was the championship yeah. game, that yeah. they just the, the two. But then there was the BCS before that where they voted on the best player. Yeah. So BCS started in 99. Okay, so 99. That's when the championship game started, I think. But the, the point is, is before 99, every bowl game mattered. Because your team could still be voted the best team in the country based on their performance in the bowl game. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I understand so that. that nulli- we keep it real. So that like nullifies his argument because it, it's not the same situation. It's not a four-team playoff anymore. It was, a, you know, a, any of the New Year's Six games could have decided the winner, essentially. Right. And yeah, then absolutely. And then and then the championship game obviously is different, but it was only one game that really mattered. And I also think there's been a new recent like renaissance in like players understanding that my I'm not going to play forever. I think everyone, every player in college in the NFL understands that I cannot play this game forever unless I'm Tom Brady and I eat avocado ice cream every day <laughs> they just you don't you cannot your body cannot withstand the kind of impacts that these players are taking every day so there's more of this like this realization that i need to fend for i need to do what's best for me and my body and make my money on my body before it wears out you want to hear my take yeah i don't think that it's a matter. i first of all i think kirk Herbstreit's wrong i don't think it's a matter of these players not loving football as much as back in my day i do think it's kind of an okay boomer take I think the big deal is that these players are realizing that they're playing for these money-making machine schools that they're not getting paid for. Yeah. And it's just a little different because, you know, there's kind of maybe a renaissance, like we just said. It's a good word. But I think it's more along the lines of, you know, these schools that we're going to, they're not paying me. This, you know, it's bullshit. It's kind of the whole thing where players are going to get paid eventually down the road, which I'm guessing it's happening. It's already started with their name, image, and likeness. But... I think that's it. You know, I mean, it's the draft thing. It's the money that they could be making in the NFL, and they realize it. It's not a love for football game. These people love football as much as they always have. I guarantee it. That's why they're playing. But they're getting I, – I think they're kind of not buying into the whole thing, the whole student-athlete thing. It's just that they're, you know, workhorses working for free for a university. Yeah, well, Kind of free, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of free. But as, that's the perception. Yeah, no, I agree. 100%. I think that I think that perception is a lot stronger today than it's ever been. And I think that's a big part of this. Yeah. And I everyone wants that they want to be drafted so they yeah. get that first contract sure. and then they want to make it to that second contract in the NFL. And them getting injured before draft day and their draft stop tanking, you know, ruins any shot that they could have had at that first contract and that they need to get to that second contract. Yeah, I I I I think that's a good point. I really do. So, so that's Kirk Herbstreet. Um, we might one, wait. One one point I do yeah, want to add, please, Alex, is is just in. I think the. Um, I don't know this for sure. I'm trying to find information on it right now. It just kind of popped into my head. Is that I remember in the last um, collective bargaining agreement with the NFL and the Players Association mm-hmm. in 2011, they really limited what teams could pay their draft picks. And so I think it, it kind of limited the value of um, or it increased the value of going in a, a higher round and reduced what the payout, the potential payouts could be to draft picks overall. Like I think before you could just pay your draft picks, whatever you wanted to. 
Um, yeah. You know, as long as you stayed under the salary cap. And I, I think the CBA limited what you would pay your draft picks and kind of almost set in, into play like a sort of like standard rookie contract, like what the NHL has. And so I think the value of going in one of the you know first couple rounds is significantly higher than going lower. So if you get injured and you drop a round or two, I mean, that can be the difference between millions and millions of dollars over your career. I understand. I understand. No, I think that's true. a good point too. Yeah. Um, well, the one question I have is Harbaugh leaving college football. Speaking of opting out. <laughs> that college football, hmm. the whole realm. Is he really going anywhere? There's well, no Last week way. he said he'd uh, do his job for free. And, and now we're hearing he might want to go uh, coach the Raiders or the Bears. He's so, not He's not know. leaving he U of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why doesn't Kurt Herbstreit get on Harbaugh's ass for this whole thing? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Very hypocritical. He's not going anywhere. Do, do you really? Do you really believe he's leaving U of M? I don't care. No, I. I no, I, think, I want your. Ta- I, think I want what your it is, opinion. Is he saw, he saw Tucker and Brian Kelly and Franklin and whoever else, Cristobal, get all these hundred million dollar deals. Yeah. And he, he said, "Wait a second. Wait a second. Last year, I took a pay cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that things need to change around here." I need to get my salary jacked back up. Even though I would do this job for free, I need to make more money. <laughs> I, Alex, I 100% agree. I, he did something like his salary that he made off his bonuses by making it to the playoff. He donated back to the employees yeah. of the athletic department or that. something like that. Yes. This is all just a game he's playing, right? He's He's got the people out there spreading the rumors. Oh, I might go somewhere else. Oh, look at me. I do this job for free, and I give my money oh, out for free too. Leveraging. So not only does the does the school like publicly look bad if they don't actually pay him now, but now he looks like this generous guy. Like, why won't you just pay the man? He went to the playoffs, even though he's 5-1-5 and 11, or, uh, in five against Ohio State. One and five in bowls, and what is it? Three and four against Michigan State. He's like two and eight in bowls. No, no, one. It's he's only has one bowl win. It's like one and seven or something. It's not good. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, you, you know, I have it from last year, last week's notes. I'd have to find it, but yeah. I think you're right. It's really. It's. I think. It, I just. I just got rid of it, Alex. I think it was one and five. So this is all. This is all a game. This is all a, a bunch of window dressing he's not going anywhere if if the boosters were not willing to get rid of coach harbaugh before all this playoff stuff went down there is no way they're going to want to get rid of him after he takes the team to the playoff right no way they let him yeah there's no yeah yeah you're 100 percent right if there was really this you know we love jim harbaugh even when he was horrible there's no way they're going to let him get away now there's just no way I think it's a sports writer's fault for creating this narrative because they're taking this little tidbit of rumor and running with it, and now it's almost a mainstream story, which I mean, is just probably what Harbaugh wanted. I mean, you can make a good story out of it. Like, it's Of course a, you can. He probably won't have a season like this for another seven years or so. Like, he's going to well, go back into the same thing again. You think so? I, that, that's an entirely different discussion. I know, and a lot of it's recruiting. It, by the way, did you guys hear? So Texas A&M had the number one recruiting class in the nation. Okay. Uh, they had six five-stars come in. Do you know how much they have been rumored to have spent to bring in NIL deals to bring those five-stars in? Uh, tell me. 20 to $30 million to bring in that class. How Ooh. many How many people? I mean, Texas A&M didn't spend that money. Well, yeah, the, the NIL, the, the boosters or whatever, 20 to $30 million in NIL deals to these these uh, players to bring them in. 
That's crazy. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. That is absurd. Can you imagine? I think this is going to be like the last year you see stuff like that. I mean, the NCAA is going to have to reform this a little bit. Can you imagine? Because it's just like the Wild West out there. Yeah. And the and can you imagine like Spencer Rattler if like they don't, they all turn out like him? Like you just spent 30 to $40 million on players that aren't doing anything. <laughs> that's the money shot. That's the money shot. Well, Caleb Williams, the um, quarterback who started for Oklahoma after Spencer Rattler, he just announced he was going to the transfer porter, portal, and it sounds like that is just entirely kind of just like free agency, like, okay, which school's boosters are going to give me more money than Oklahoma is right now? Yeah. Like, Bryce Young made $1.1, million, $1.2 million this past year. I, I saw reports about that, the Alabama quarterback. So it's kind of like, all right, well, that's a good start. <laughs> Where can we go from there? Yeah. That's absolutely nuts. You see, it, it is like the Wild West. It's a good way to put it. It, it. it works for teams like Alabama, though, because Alabama doesn't go out and, like, beg for that five-star to come. Like, Alabama comes – the five-stars come to Alabama, right? Because you're going to sure. come there to win championships. Oh, yeah. But, like, for these uh, – like, Texas A&M, they have to go and beg these five-stars to come. And what if they don't turn out, you know? Yeah. So Alabama can still select, like, oh, yeah, this is definitely the best player. We want to go with him. But, you know – So like, Alabama's Texas, still the juggernaut, and they're still in charge of everything. Well, I, Just because they're I, Alabama. I mean, if Texas A&M keeps putting out 20 to $30 million to bring in recruiting classes, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, I guess a good point. That's crazy. That is unbelievable. That's a really big tangent, though. That. <laughs> Um, well, okay. Uh, so we've we we're all in agreement. Harbaugh is going to be coaching U of M next year. Yeah. It, it honestly, the the counter argument's an interesting story. You know, he doesn't make it back. Of course, it's an interesting story. That's why it's written. It's the best time for him to leave in probably seven years. His stock hasn't been higher yeah. since he probably got the Michigan job, right? Sure. Oh so, yeah. It, hey, the Raiders gave Gruden a ten-year, hundred million dollar contract or whatever <laughs> it was. Yeah. Well, it's true. And, and John Gruden had... Can we look at Harbaugh's old emails to see if that same fate's going to happen? Does anyone have his old emails? His emails are just full of telling kids to eat steak instead of chicken. And got milk <laughs> memes or something like that. And khakis, yeah. different khaki and He's probably deals. sharing that music video he made uh, when he first got here. <laughs> he's got a... Never mind. I'll, I'll, leave the, I'll leave that one off the table. Oh my God, Alex. Come on. He's just, he's just got a bunch of pictures of cleats on a hardwood floor. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's driving a maze Corvette, <laughs> like memes of him in the Corvette, and it's just like picture and and, and videos of people stomping on the floor with those cleats <laughs> too. Um, before we move out of the sports world, I, I, we have to talk about Antonio Brown. This situation with him, you know, he, he throws a bag of um of gummy candy penises at yeah, like his, uh, ago, yeah, at his, uh, ex, or ex fiance, I believe it was. Um, he throws a bicycle into the security gate of his, of, of the place where he's living. I think he's living in like the same neighborhood that Tom Brady is and, or, or wherever it was. It, it wasn't that. I think it was his ex wife or ex fiance's like, like suburb or subdivision yeah. throws a bicycle at the security gates, gets into all this trouble. He's done a lot of sexual things, a lot of bad sexual things that are public out there that are not good. Not good at all. He's not a good person. No, he doesn't pay his bills. Not. He doesn't pay his bills. He farted at his doctor's office. Oh, Do you yeah, remember that, that? That's a great video. Yeah. He's, he's farting. He does not pay his bills. And now in the middle of the game with the bucks takes off his Jersey, takes off his uniform, in New York, gets the Jets crowd amped up as he runs off the field and goes get an Uber and goes home and quits. 
in the middle of the game. In the middle of the game. Who who's done that before? I love that he got an Uber too. <laughs> yeah, he got an Uber. I mean, is is this this is like a mental health situation at this point. Like you can't even like really this, you got to feel sorry so, for him. Like like I know he's a bad person, but this is just Look, I don't think it's as bad as some of the things he's done in the past, but this is the one thing that's going to get kicked off the team, even though he's still in the roster. Yeah. But who knows how long that's going to last. Yeah, I think... Um, so there are a couple things to this story that um, I want to mention. So first of all, apparently he was upset because he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him as much, and he needed, like, eight more receptions and, like, I don't know. Oh, that's like, not... What I saw. Oh, not? That's not, ex- that's not at all what I saw. That's oh, not what I saw either. What did you see? I saw that he was on the sideline with an ankle injury, and apparently he'd been out. Uh, he didn't. He hadn't practiced since Wednesday because of an ankle injury. Arians or one of the coaches need you back in the game. Or not. And he said, no, I need a couple more plays for my whatever. If you won't go in when we tell you to, you're done for the day. And that's when he quit. Oh. Is that what you saw, Max? Yeah, that's the same thing I saw. But I also saw Bruce Arians said that he never was told by AB about an ankle injury. That conversation did not happen. Oh, really? Well, did you see that, Alex? I did not see that. That's so it's news kind, to me. It's kind of a he said he said situation. Um, so I don't know. I maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I don't know what happened. I, I something triggered AB. It, it, but yeah, Bruce Arians said he didn't know about this. He's never <laughs> privy of an injury like this. So, who knows? But, and then, in the post-game press conference, um, Bruce Arian says, yeah, he's no longer a, a buck. He's he's done. Yeah. Uh, and then Tom Brady comes at the post-game and says, you know, I know this is a weird thing that happened, but just, we gotta be respectful. Which, I think, I mean, I guess you have to say that, but you don't have to say it. He's a horrible, he's a shit teammate. I mean, he is an absolute, he fakes his vaccine card. Remember that discussion a few weeks ago? He fakes that, he screws over his team, and now he's doing this. He's a horrible teammate. He is a horrible teammate. So, is he going to play in the NFL again? Will he ever play in the NFL again? I'm curious to see what you guys think. Or is he done? What do you think, Alex? Um, I think there's some interesting stuff going on because I think the reason he's still on the roster with the Bucks is because they want to see if they can try to suspend him so that he doesn't get picked up by some other Super Bowl contender. Um, but I would have a hard time believing he plays in the league after this season. I can't imagine it. I, I can't imagine he'll ever playing the NFL again. I don't really? think so. Why you think so, Zach? I don't know. It. And if the NFL has a weird way of of not caring about your uh, conduct at all <laughs> outside the field. Now this is this is different because this is on the field. Like Antonio Brown has disrespected the game enough to just get up in the middle of it and leave. Right? That's that's a new level. But it's nuts. But the the NFL before this has had no problem, you know, starting picking up people who had d- domestic violence issues, sexual misconduct. No, like they they've done this before where they picked up people and the, as long as you help me win, I can get you on the football field. It's sort of how they their mentality has been. So I could see him playing again. Absolutely. I just can't imagine after everything he's been through. And like I said, this is not the worst thing that he's done, but it's the thing that it seems like is going to be the straw that broke the camel's back. I I just can't this- I just can't imagine it. This was kind of already his like second chance. I would have a hard time thinking he yeah. gets another one. Yeah, there there is not another Tom Brady for him but to come you know, to. Maybe he does. 
Yeah. The, he posted a cameo today. Today! He's still making cameos. And um, this was done earlier this morning, and there's been some news about it, so let's see what he has to say on Cameo. I would love to have an opinion to actually tell you what should the Vikings do with Kirk Cousins, Mike Zimmer, their offense, defense. But, man, I'm trying to figure out my team, my squad, what I'm doing, where I'm going. So, Skull Nation, I would tell you how to fix the Vikings. <laughs> Call Mike Zimmer. Let Mike Zimmer figure it out. He's the best of the best. You guys are good hands. Vikings Twitter. Keep business booming. <laughs> isn't, isn't Mike Zimmer like on the hot seat right now? Like pretty likely he'll probably be fired at the end of this year. I thought so. I thought so. What's their record? Uh, it, they're like outside the playoff picture. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't think Antonio Brown's going to the Vikings. He doesn't need to worry about <laughs> getting picked up by them. I, so he's still on the roster. Um, I don't know. I can't imagine him playing. He's just such a shit teammate. And you're right. It, it was a second chance. This was his second chance. Tom Brady, you know, stepped out in the limb for him and brought him in. And now this happens. So it doesn't seem like it's getting better. It does not seem like it's getting better. Uh, he probably needs some more help than the NFL can provide. Which is crazy, because I feel like they can provide a lot of help. I know. <laughs> I, hey, listen. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, so, uh, kind of moving away from sports, because there is some other things that we do want to get to. Oh, by the way, this isn't really much of a conversation, but Hopcat it's coming back to Royal Oak in a yeah. new location. It's going on the, Main Street. Yeah, in the old. Um, if you're familiar oh, with a new um, location, yeah, that's good. With um, um, PF Changs, the the the, the PF Changs, Noodles and Company, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The, the old PF Changs, Noodles and Company, still there, but I guess they're using some um, eminent domain to get them out. Who knows? But Hopcat's going right in there on Main Street, and they're going to be back, which I, I guess is great. I doubt it. <laughs> that's a joke, but yeah. don't listen to Max. <laughs> So they're going to be back, which is cool. I I, I love the Hopcat and Roller. I've been there many times. It was a lot of fun. It was the better of the two. The the one it it was better than the one downtown. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. It had a lot more personality. So yeah, that's going to be there. Um, but they, they originally closed back. Um, we did the story on this. That's kind of why I brought it up too. We did the story on when they closed in Royal Oak. Oh, did we? We've been around a long time. Yeah. Man, oh man. Wow, it's a, it's a whole era, and we're still on the air. I know. A whole Isn't different that crazy? era. It's, cra- it is, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, there was a dispute with the landlord. Um, they weren't paying rent, I think, because they were closed, and it was a COVID situation, and there was some, like, fight, like we don't have to pay rent right now or something, I think. I, I don't know. What was, I don't know the details. But they weren't they weren't paying rent. The landlord was pissed. There was a dispute. landlord said, get out. So they got out, and they were done, and now they're back. Um, so... You know, are you are you happy or do you not care? Sure. Is, I don't. I'm not going to go out to this Hopcat. I'm not going to make a specific trip. So, do you like the cosmic fries? Yeah, or the, the crack fries, the formerly known crack fries, the yes. former the, the former crack fries. Yeah, yeah, I got the one time I ordered them and I, I not even on purpose. I just said crack fries on accident and they they <gasps> corrected me. They oh really did. We just like said, oh, oh, we call them cosmic fries now. Seriously? Yeah. So they're trained to do that. I guess so. I think they want to change the public's perception that they're not crack fries. They're cosmic fries. <laughs> Probably the best move any company has made ever in the history of the world is changing crack fries to cosmic fries. Thank God. Really? What? I'm, Are you kidding? I'm being sarcastic. I, w- I wish okay. you could see me. You'd see my sarcastic face. 
<laughs> Nobody can see your sarcastic face. None of our listeners. Look, I bet you look so sarcastic right now. Do you do you like their fries, Alex? I love their fries. Who doesn't? I, I love them too. They have the, the rest of their menus kind of gone a little downhill to be told. They have that great dipping sauce for their fries. It's not ketchup. Yeah. It's something different. But I think it's a cheese sauce actually. Ooh. It's a cheese sauce. Oh yeah, the cheese yeah. sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Alex, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Of course, it's delicious. <laughs> Alex can't have that anymore. <laughs> stop, stop tempting him. I can't have the fries. Oh, that's true. I'm sure there's plenty of f- flour in that cheese sauce too that <laughs> thickens it up. I can't have that. <laughs> It'd be horrible. Well, we're we're being real strict with this diet through January. Then we'll see where it goes. <laughs> I, I got three months to go. I gotta give it to you, Alex. No cheese is tough. Alex, it that's that's impossible. That's impossible. That's been that, that is my saving grace for keto. Really, I know you pick keto just because it allows you to still have cheese, as much <laughs> cheese as he wants. Actually, no, 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 no. I gotta watch calories still. It still matters. Max is probably gonna be so blocked, <laughs> locked up by the other one. <laughs> I've built up a tolerance. Thank you very much. <laughs> he can handle a lot of cheese. <laughs> you have no idea. No idea. <laughs> all right so the big news well first of all there is a, a bit of a death triangle john madden passed away did we t- did he pass away before our last show did we talk about yeah, that? yeah i don't think we talked about him though so john madden passed away and um uh betty white uh, gone too soon at 99 years old uh they're still 99 yeah yeah you know people magazine still publishing their 100th birthday congratulations to betty white that's still out there Pe- some people they are saying it, yeah some people are saying it may have been a jinx we're not sure but um looks like it to me yeah all the sure evidence does. is right there so uh did she make it to 100 no did they write it yes what more do you want <laughs> i mean what more evidence does anybody need i think it would hold up in court <laughs> The, the, I don't know about that. <laughs> is she America's grandma or America's sweetheart? America's sweetheart is that what it is? That is gone too soon at ninety nine years old, and uh, like I said, John Madden gone. Uh, we're still, I guess, waiting for the third person to fill up the death triangle. There's gonna be somebody, and I, I hate saying no, that. Stop it. I know. I, I listen. I don't make those rules, but a death. Stop, tri- stop Max. We're we're public figures now. A death triangle needs to be filled. <laughs> now we're gonna jinx somebody. Who I didn't say jinxing? any. I didn't. I'm not saying anybody. Who I am not jinxing? saying anybody. No, I'm not gonna say a name. I don't know. I don't know. You want to say a name? You want you want the no, blood on gonna, your shoulders? No, I, I don't even. I couldn't your even hands? name somebody if I tried. Well, we'll see. But it can't name a person. You don't. Oh, I you could. don't know anybody in the world. <laughs> I couldn't name a single human. <laughs> I, you paid me a million dollars. <laughs> What'd you say? Who am I? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so so that happened, um, which was a devastating blow. Um, everyone should be watching Golden Girls right now and enjoying the Betty White clips on Saturday Night Live and all the talk shows and the game shows. Um, Buzzer TV, one of my favorite channels. Buzzer, you you know Buzzer, right? No. Uh, it's the old fashioned. Oh, it's the it's the game show one. Yeah, but it's like the old fashioned game like show. TV Land for game shows. Oh, exactly. Alex is right. I can't think of a more horrible channel. Oh come on! Oh Zach, 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 Zach. That is so so true. Uh, it is very ignorant. True. It's very ignorant. <laughs> That's ignorant. That's ignorant. Being ignorant. So it's a great channel. No, They're it's do- not. Yes. It- oh come on! You're ridiculous right <laughs> now. No, it's a great channel. The, the classic concentration with Alex Trebek is on there. From Wrong. the late 80s. Wrong. Wrong. 
Where are your drops? I can't. My, my, my laptop's broken. I have to be my own drops for, for this episode. <laughs> so, Buzzer. Let the bitch walk. <laughs> wow. Uh, Buzzer was celebrating Betty White's uh, 100th birthday. They're doing this big celebration. It's a New Year's Eve with Betty White. And then we're celebrating her 100th birthday. So they, I think they're also responsible for the jinx, just along with People Magazine. So mm. that's going on as well. Uh, so if anyone wants to watch Buzzer. Uh, she just she had so much jinx working against her that she probably couldn't handle I, it. I really think so. She was destined for this. It was too bad. We should have seen it coming. We really should. With Somebody all these jinxes. Stopped it. Somebody should have stopped Where's it. Where's Batman when you need him? <laughs> No birthday celebrations until they reach that birthday. <laughs> that should be a new law. I think it should be the, called the Betty White Law. The, yeah, no birthday celebrations. Don't even talk about your birthday until 12:01 on your birthday. Then it's okay. Otherwise, uh, forget it. You're gonna kill somebody just like you did Betty White. What if you know what time you were born? Do you have to wait until that time? No, 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 no. It's not a birth time. It's a birthday. Once midnight hits, you're fine. I think that's appropriate. Okay. So until that time, though, no birthday talk. No birthday talk for you. None of it. The Betty White law. I'm going to go in front of Congress. The Betty White law. We will not be celebrating birthdays until the birthday is here. And that goes for everybody in America. Everybody. Max just found a new life passion. (laughs) I think it's so obvious. We we have a a horrible example of this. And it's time for change. It's time for real change. (laughs) It's time for real change. And I think that should be uh, the real, the real campaign that everyone should run on. I, real, son, we keep it real. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Did you guys watch The Bachelor? I listened to it from the other room. Are you gonna watch Zach this year, like you said you would? Yeah, I'll watch it this year. You're so full Did of Zach shit. say that? Zach said that every year. <laughs> I feel like every episode it's I'm the like, new bit. I got it next week. Don't worry, guys. Well, it's Clayton, which I guess he's a football star. Alex, I didn't know that. I, I didn't realize oh, he played football. Oh, my football. goodness. No, that's the joke. <laughs> that's the joke is everyone, all the articles keep referring to him as football star and now bachelor contestant Clayton, whatever his last name is. He walked on at Missouri and. I guess I learned last night during the episode that he played professionally at to some extent, but I'm trying to find some information about how long he probably played. But he's a walk. He's a walk on at yeah. Mizzou. Um, probably played like one snap or something. And I guess he, he did end up start. He, no, he did end up starting briefly for, on a defensive lineman, wow. but then he moved to tight end. What? And then he played for the Seattle Seahawks in 2016 as a free agent. He played in four. What? How many, Alex? How many? I'm sorry, Alex. Four you cut out. Pre, four preseason games. So he didn't, so he didn't even make the. Any, he didn't even make no, the. He team. didn't make the final roster. Okay. So he, he's not really a football star. I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. I think that's yes. fair. Okay. Absolutely. So, um, first of all, Alex, I saw your note here. He was on Tasha's season of The Bachelorette, and he did get his heart broken. I do remember this. Yeah, it yeah. was a sad moment. He was he went on a he what's that? He's on Michelle's season. Michelle Michelle's season. Michelle's season. Tasha was the temporary host. I apologize. It was Michelle, and uh, he went on a date with Michelle where they like Michelle's a teacher, 
and some of her kids were there on the date. And it was like, the kids are going to plan the date today. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then Clayton was there with Michelle, and the kids were there, and they were, like, doing this, like, this stupid game with the kids. I don't know what they were doing. But they were, like, writing these notes back and forth and writing these letters. And, and the kids were very, you know, nice, and they loved Clayton. And Clayton was very touched by these kids. And then um, Clayton gets um, kicked off. Michelle says, you're done. You're done, honey. Kicks him off. No rose. And then Clayton gets this letter from these kids that he, he that he w- was with on this date. And the letter, it's so sweet. It's like, dear Mr. Clayton, we are so sorry Michelle did not pick you, but we think you're going to find love and have a bunch of babies and marry somebody. I the, my favorite part was that the kids wrote, you'll probably find someone. <laughs> <laughs> We don't want to say for sure. You'll probably do it, but we don't really know for sure. Don't tell don't don't tell us to take a real strong stand on this because we're a little wishy-washy. So, with that heartfelt moment, he boom, he's the next bachelor. He's the bachelor. And the first of all, it was weird because there was this one girl um out of these 30 people. By the way, Alex it doesn't make sense because this girl got sent home before the limos arrived, before Clayton met anybody else. And they kept saying she sent herself home. Well, sure, but there were thirty right. people. Thirty people. Thirty people. And that 30 was the people. That was the thing. But how many? Thirty. Thirty people. <laughs> if wow, this one lot. stayed That is a lot of people. Wouldn't there there have been thirty one? You know what I mean? There's okay. <laughs> Are you saying there's a conspiracy from The Bachelor? There's something going on. Every <laughs> single season. How many people are on The Bachelor starting this time? Oh, 30. Oh, it's 30. It's 30. It's 30. If this person did not okay. go home before the the meeting began, before the first person stepped out of that limo to meet Clayton. If there should this, be 29. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. There should have been 29. But oh, everyone said wait, there were 30. Wait Max. wait, Max. Remember Matt's season when they were in Pennsylvania and... <laughs> And they brought in some, like a second group of women. Yeah, they did. It was, um, but it was like after the first week, I think, wasn't it? I know, but they, they, but the way they talked, those were like alternates that were always there at the hotel in quarantine. Or maybe that's a COVID thing, but it wouldn't surprise me if they had alternates. So leading up, just in case they, uh, somebody dropped out like that girl. So, but so this I think girl the real, leaves. you want me to tell you what the real conspiracy is? Yeah. Maybe you're going to get to it. Is, why did they give that girl airtime if she dropped off? Oh, Alex, that's a great point. Let me just explain what happened really quick, okay? So they're introducing the girls. It's like the very beginning of the show. It was on Monday. It was a great show. And they're introducing some of the girls. Like, Was this one of the nurses? Um. Oh, no, no. This was probably She probably wasn't on the jobs I list. I don't know what she was. Her, her title was formerly engaged. That was her title. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's true. If you watch the tape, it was. So anyway, they're introducing some of the girls. Real job. Definitely a real job. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. What do you do for You're a living? You're sexist. That's horrible. <laughs> excuse me, ma'am. That's a nice car. What do you do for a living? Um, I'm married. <laughs> anyway, so they're introducing these girls, a, a handful of them, and this one comes on, uh, formally engaged, and she's saying, "I'm here because I just I want to find love. I was uh engaged just uh very recently, a couple, a few weeks ago." And there were trust issues, so we broke it off. I was actually supposed to get married today. Today. I was supposed to be married today. And she she was upset. I'm like, oh, is she really ready to find love? It sounds like she's really upset. And so so she's like, I 
need to talk to Clayton. I'm having a bad weekend. I'm just thinking about I was supposed to be married today and I'm not. Is she hammered while this is going on? Then she looks at the clock and she goes, I was actually supposed to be walking down the aisle right now. (laughs) Oh my God. And then she says, we were supposed to go to our bedroom right now, tonight. It was going to be right this second. We were going to do it right now. Okay, easy. Why did we, what? I mean, it got explicit. Did it really? I would have been doing this to him right now. She's drawing these diagrams. (laughs) This is where I would be. He would be here right now. Right now. What happened? (laughs) Why don't you go back to your home on Whore Island? My head would have been here and he would have been here right this second. Right this very second as I'm talking to you. That's horrible. So anyway... (laughs) <laughs> She's distraught. As, she, as, as one would be. I'm going to talk to Clayton okay. right now. Second down and nine. <laughs> but it was weird because I think she talked to Clayton the next day because she shows up at Clayton's door before before it's allowed, before anybody meets anybody. She shows up at his door in his little apartment or hotel room, or whatever it is. They're back in the mansion, by the way. So she sh- shows up at the door and she's like, hi, Clayton. Um, what's her name? Do you remember her name, Alex? I want to say Shanae, but that might not be right. Uh, boy. Um, 127. I got to remember this spot here. Um, whatever her name is. It doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> it's so mean. Um, let me see if I can find it I'm, really quick. So let me just, let me just follow up on this conspiracy I'm talking about. Cause it doesn't matter if we know her name now, because we're going to find it out again in a later episode. She's coming back. She, she has to be. She has to be coming back. So she goes there's, to... There's no way that she does her little introduction. Yeah. And, they, and then they do this clip where she goes and talks to Clayton. And then she just, just drops off the face of the earth. Like, no, there's no way that they would waste valuable air no, time I, on someone who isn't even on the show. Alex, I agree with you. Um, I think her name was Susie. I think it was Susie. And Oh, Sally, maybe? No, no, no. E? No, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, wait, you're okay. right. You're right. It, Sally. it was Sally. It's supposed to be my wedding day. It was Sally. It was Sally. A dream come true for all of us, I think. Here she is. Oh, what a change in tone. I know. Everyone's happy, but... Going into this, at first, I felt really excited. But this is on the weekend when I was supposed to be getting married. It was supposed to be my wedding day. <laughs> I didn't know it would be so hard to be here today. Like, I just want to be with my family. <laughs> Where do these the people come from? Is, is ever since I've been here, I've been an emotional wreck. Okay. So she's a wreck. She goes to Clayton. She's like, I think I should leave. I think I think I should leave. And then Clayton's like, you know, you're, you're so attractive. You're very beautiful. We're really connecting right now. Go home to mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, let me be right back. So Clayton steps <laughs> Wait, out. They're talking for a while in his room. Clayton steps out. I'll be right back. And then a um, few minutes pass. And then I he... Br- wait. I, so he's, we're really connecting right now? This girl's sobbing about yeah. her former marriage. Yeah. And you're saying, I did think that was weird. That yeah. is weird. It is, that was really weird. It is weird. But Clayton gets out of the room, goes back in with a rose. And he's like, you know, we're really connecting right now. And I really want you to stay. Um, I want you to have this rose. It's the first impression rose. Just take it. And, and she's like... I don't know and she steps out of the room and calls i don't know who she calls her mom or, or somebody i don't know and is talking about it and he's like he brought out a fucking rose why do you have to bring out a fucking rose god damn it 
Wait, and, did it? Are you serious? Yeah, she's she's she says it kind of playfully, but she's pissed. That, why did he have to bring out a rose? Why did he have to do this? I want to take it. Uh, so she goes back into the room after a while, and says she can't take it, and and goes home. And that was that. But Alex, you are one hundred percent right. You are one hundred percent right. She will be back. There's got to be something going on with her. They would not spend with so much rose. time with the rose. Probably. She'll be like, remember when you gave me this? I'll take it. I'll take it. So so she'll be back, and it was just weird. So I guess I guess you're right, Alex, because um, they probably had some backup backup women just waiting there like, oh, if anyone drops out, um, you know, uh, be ready. And somebody did. So that's that. There's still 30 people. There's still 30 people. So 30 people. I, I, I guess 30 people. 30. 30 people. So I, I guess they got one of the backups, uh, which is great. So so that's that. Anyway, so later in the night, they meet everybody. What do you think of the girls this season, Alex? Do you have any opinion or did you not see enough? Well, I wasn't watching, so I just kind of heard them talking. Um, I mean, that one girl who also left because another girl left. Yeah, I'm going to play that right so, now. But yeah, um, she did. Yeah, leave. Why don't you go ahead and play that? Because she was crazy. I think I just think these girls are there's going to be a lot of crying, a lot of crying, and I'm here for all of it. So this was somebody who uh, oh, just talked with Clayton, and uh, she's back with the girls in the mansion. Wait, wait, wait. Max, are you going to play the um, next time on The Bachelor or coming up on yeah. The Bachelor? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll end it with that. There is a quote from Clayton in there that I find so funny. It's got to be a drop. Oh, when he says, but, I'm so broken. No, 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 no. Just we'll we'll get to it when we get to All it. Right. But yeah, I agree. Let's let's end the show on that because it is so funny. This is uh this is her coming back after talking to Clayton. Did you talk to him? Uh-huh. How did it go? Not the vibe. What? No. What do you mean? I have a very like specific palette. What's he's, your palette? He's, She's a goofus. You're joking. Well, at least you got time. It was a catastrophe. What do you mean? I beat his ass in Cornwall. And then the girl walked up and was like, hey, can I sell you? And I was like, go. He sucks. Claire came up to us and she was he just sucks. like talking to anyone who would listen about she and him were playing cornhole and eating well, wings or something. Of course he sucks. And she just kept saying how forced it felt and how like uncomfortable and how like little chemistry there was between them. No. What? It was so uncomfortable to be sitting there with her. All of us are stoked on Clayton. And it's just like, girl, that's my dream guy. Like, shut up. I would eat him and spit him out. Like, just going off. Like, man. You come for Clayton, you come for all of us. I mean, he is terrible, but don't you want the exotic trips? I can't the free drinks? Like, America's sweetheart. Wait, what? All the other women here are looking for marriage at the end of this, and we're really excited to be here to date Clayton. When I got out, did I say, oh my gosh, you're cuter in person? Everyone loves Clayton. Clayton. Uh, uh, an incredible, incredible ass. <laughs> I mean, probably. I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. Believe me, she would not be my first choice that I can tell <laughs> So she's like, I hate him. I don't want to be with America's sweetheart. And then people come to Clayton like, um, somebody's saying some mean things about you. And then Clayton confronts Claire, and then they have it, and Claire leaves. Uh, he kicks her out, and, and that's that. Beautiful. We seem very confident. Anyway, so so that was that. I don't know. I think these girls are going to be very emotional. Get your fat ass over here before I dump you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the rose ceremony goes. 
Um, by the way, it goes all night into the to the morning. It's light when the last rose is given out, um, which is crazy. I mean, I, I'm just thinking to myself, like, wow, that's really an all-night party. That is really an all-night party. So, anyway, Alex, I want to play this. This is the coming up. Uh, what's going to happen in the rest of the season? Are you ready, Alex? Are you stoked? Yes. Yes, okay. I am so excited. Okay. Please. Um, let me get to it. They're doing a little cheers. Yes, holy smile. I am so excited at all the potential I see in this room. I am too, Clayton. You guys have blown me away. <laughs> so, me three. Cheers to love. Cheers to love. Zach, are you excited? I'm really excited. Everyone's support and just kindness all night. It's, it's, it's gonna be so much fun getting to be friends. Great no, he got his phone in his balls. And beautiful group of women I've ever met. Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> I have to apologize. Shut up. Like it. Hush. Talk to yourself about it. Hush. I didn't do anything to these people. I didn't do anything to hurt them. I've done everything I can to not upset them. <laughs> You're right, a lot of crying, Max. Yes. Tons of crying. It's this nonstop. The Go home to mommy. Nothing like you've ever seen before. We all want the same thing. These women will do whatever it takes. Serene is playing him and she's playing us. He doesn't know her at all. I want to find my person and get married, have kids. That's that's so exciting. Is that it? No, no. Were you seeing someone up until the point that you came here? Oh! Keep my name out your mouth. Oh! Oh! I question your sincerity. Are you here for Clayton? Are you? Someone's lying. I can't get my head around how much worse this is gonna get. I'm gonna do whatever I have to do. Am I that big of a threat? Let's break her. No matter how much oh. turmoil I might have to experience, break her. It'll be so worth it. <laughs> this is crazy. Traveling around the world with these incredible women. How much luckier can one man get? I'm always smiling. You are. Especially when I'm with you. I want someone to love me for who I am. Every interaction we have is so sincere. I could see us walking out of this together. I'm falling in love with you. Oh, I'm so happy. <gasps> I do believe that my future wife is here. The more time I spend with you, the more you check every box. She's a goofus. Love, this is a leap of faith. I love you so much. I think she could very much be the one. I came here for love, and I found it. I didn't believe it could happen. I'm in love with three women. I couldn't be more sure that I'm in love with you. Oh and boy. I have that. I think it's coming. <laughs> it's no longer about me falling in love with you. I am in love with you. Oh wow. What I'm about to say is not gonna be easy to hear. I wanna be fully transparent. I am in love with each of you. And I also was intimate with both of you. Inconceivable. I'm 
inconsolable. I don't feel like this before. <laughs> I was I was intimate with both of you. I came here to find my wife and to marry. He's in a church now. Love <laughs> what is he doing in a church? I believe. I think that we know what he's doing in a church. Happens for a reason, and what's meant to be will be. Oh, he's religious. Looks yeah. like a nice oh, little guy, room. actually. <laughs> <laughs> So that, I mean, how absolutely intense. She would not be my first choice that I can tell you. <laughs> how do you just say that? I just, I... wasn't that, can I, can I ask a question? Sure. Isn't that the point of the, what are the, the love suites or whatever? The fantasy suites. The fantasy suites. Doesn't it just go on in the fantasy suites with at least three others or three women? Well, yeah, that's, I thought that was assumed. You get it down to the, the three hottest women. And then you make your selection out of those three. Well, no, then you d- you have a night with each of them. Right. Well, that's my point. You get it down to the three hottest women out of these 30. You can go to, you know, the fantasy suites with them. And then you decide, oh, okay, I I know what's going on Oh, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. That's the idea. Yeah. At least I thought so. I thought that's what the whole point of The Bachelor was about, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes out and he says, I was intimate with both of it. This is gonna be. This is gonna be the most exciting. You're sexist. That's horrible. <laughs> the most exciting season of The Bachelor ever. I can see it right I now. I was. I was intimate. I was meant intimate with both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Why would you say that to me? Oh no! It's, it's, it's. I'm in love with all three of you, and I've been intimate with both of you. So there's one <laughs> left out. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Alex? I didn't catch that. Why is somebody left out? What do you, What do you think that is about? I don't know, but that's gonna make her feel really bad. Ah, it was probably just too much. <laughs> it's horrible. Fuck your life. <laughs> God, that's unbelievable. So anyway, Zach, I implore you. I implore you. Please, 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 please. I watch. can't deal with the crying. It's too much. Oh. It is too much for me. I know. I, I know you like it, Max. Well, just not gotta like tune it. out during the crying scenes. <laughs> I just it's don't. So it's it's too much for me. It's so good. Come maybe on. maybe. Definitely that scene, though. I want to know what happens in that scene. That looks very yeah. intense. You have to watch the entire season to find out where it is <laughs> and, and really get invested. Yeah, in you're going to be waiting until the last episode for that. They always do that. 90% of that drama happens in the second to last episode. Guaranteed. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, boy. <sighs> wow. Whew. I'm ready for a nap. That, that, that really got me going. That was... That was... That was good. Imagine, that was exciting. Imagine two hours of that. Every week. Every Monday. <laughs> Bachelor Mondays, by the way, are back. Two hours? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then, oh, the finale. Three hours at least. And then after the final rose, another hour. <laughs> it's crazy. Do you have anything for the fine people, Alex? Otherwise. Uh, I don't. I think that covers everything I wanted to talk about. Let's. What, uh, do we have anything to tease for next week? Um, that's a better question. Or next time we can uh, all get together. Well, next week, I would hope. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll do our best. Um, oh, we've got Michigan, Michigan State basketball this Saturday. <laughs> I don't think we even touched on that. We really didn't. Um, we can just, just real quick, I mean, the two teams are in totally different trajectories, and I think this game will have a lot to say about whether Michigan continues on their downward trend and MSU continues on their upward trend or whether Michigan can turn it around here. Yeah. Because um, right now, now, ESPN's projection has them out of the tournament, which is tough. Um, well, and when you're MSU and is projected as a two seed. Um, right now, they're beating Nebraska 
there's about 10 minutes left in the second half. So just predicting a win here, I'll say. I don't know. Oh, maybe a loss. No. Okay, it could go either way. Oh, no. Oh, that's a oh. huge jinx. Huge oh, jinx. It could go either way. Betty I mean, this. Congratulations or, oh, that's too bad. Betty um, this, my God. But we have Michigan, Michigan State basketball in Ann Arbor on Saturday. I think it's an afternoon game. Um, that's good. I think that game goes a long way in whether Michigan can turn it around and make it to the tourney because they do not look good right now. Let's see. They don't look good. Sad. I know. Sad. Well, it's too bad. Yeah, no. It. We'll, we'll talk more basketball next week for sure. I well, think we'll have a lot to take away from that game. I feel like it's the start of everybody sort of starting to watch basketballs when the Big Ten play starts and you know Michigan, sure. Michigan State play. So we'll, we'll we'll do a full breakdown tomorrow. I I have a lot to say too, Alex. <clears throat> Red Wings won last night. That was um, a big game. Lions secured the number two pick for sure. Is there a more Lions headline than the Lions secure a top two pick in the NFL draft? <laughs> I don't think there is. That's oh, the most Lions headline ever. I know. It's too bad. Now, do you do you hope that we take Thibodeau uh, or do you hope that Aiden Hutchinson falls to us? Real quick. Real quick? I'd rather have him take Hutchinson, honestly. I don't think Hutchinson. I'm out on the after the Jordan. We'll talk about it later. You don't think so? Yeah. I don't know. I'm out too. I, I'm with you. Anyway, everyone have a good week. Find <laughs> us on social media. We'll talk to you Send next week. Email. Yeah, we've been posting more. We've yeah. been posting more. So, you know, follow us on Instagram at cutting out early uh, dot podcast. I think it's our username there. We have the uh, we have a Twitter handle. Uh, we're trying to get Kirby Smart to actually follow us, but he'll he'll be there. Oh and, yeah. And um, we'll get him on the show. <laughs> And we also have a Facebook, so just just tune into us, and we'll uh, see you next week. See you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. See you. Yep.